San Antonio Spurs Nation, what is up? Hola, como estas? Cállate la boca and shut your mouth because you're listening to a Bucking Spurs podcast. On today's episode, we're going to go over some summer league ball. Who can we expect to actually make the roster? What are some of the free agent C acquisitions and departures that we um, have made over the past week or so since free agency has started? Um, the big one, obviously, Tony Parker. That one hits us all right in the feels. <laughs> Makes me... Never thought I'd see the day that Tony Parker. Well, actually, it kind of just happened. I mean, I I I want to be sad about it, and I'm gonna miss the guy. But I mean, I think it's perfect timing for the Spurs organization for him to actually move on. I mean, it's not really a Manu Ginobili situation where we kind of expected him to retire, and he didn't. Tony Parker has, you know, been pretty quiet about the whole retirement uh decision and really hasn't indicated at all that he wants to retire so we're gonna get into some of that stuff uh but first sire nova drop my beat Okay, let's jump into it right off the bat. Um, Tony Parker has left the San Antonio Spurs and joined the Charlotte Hornets. Now, I know uh, what a lot of people are talking about on, on, on the big media outlets are is, oh, he's going to groom a young Kemba Walker and, and make Kemba Walker, you know, the next big point guard in the East. And I don't think so. I really doubt that he gives two licks about Kemba Walker. I mean, obvious, obviously, he's going to be his backup. And with the Spurs, he was going to be a, our third string point guard. DeJounte Murray has gone and established that he's the point guard of the future. And Patty Mills is the backup point guard. Now, where does that leave Tony Parker? That leaves Tony Parker fighting for minutes with Derek White. That's where it leaves him. I mean, if you've seen, I'm going to talk about it a little bit later in the pod when we talk about Summer League, but Derek White is ready. He's ready to develop, meaning that it's time for him to get minutes. And Tony Parker's minutes are going to be cut down a lot. And... Honestly, that's a perfect scenario for Parker because he could help us in the playoffs if he limits his minutes throughout the regular season, has plenty of rest days. Um, He can actually contribute in the playoffs where you would actually want him to play over Derek White because of Derek White's inexperience. Now, this is, you know, all talking about before what happens in the regular season of course we don't know how he's going to develop over the over the year and for all we know it could be something great but that's where tony parker is so i believe with all my heart the spurs would have offered him a contract that would have matched that kind of 
um, output that he would be giving us and what the role is that he would be playing this year. But I think he thinks he still has another few years. And honestly, he might, guys, he might. If he's rehabbing very well and he thinks he can get those primary backup minutes somewhere, you know what? The competitive nature in the guy is going to make him go out and find that opportunity, which he did. Now, what people are not talking about on why he chose Charlotte over any other team Let's not forget that just a few weeks ago, uh, after the season ended, Spurs assistant coach James Borrego went and became the new head coach in Charlotte. So, a San Antonio uh, assistant coach with a San Antonio veteran point guard are going to establish a culture in Charlotte. Guys, Charlotte just made the two biggest moves that they could to set their franchise into something in the right direction. Michael Jordan made two brilliant moves, or Mitch Kupchak, the GM, um, really played it smart here. Um, Because what Tony Parker is going to be able to do is talk to the players about, because you know that James Borrego is going to go ahead and implement the Spurs way. The Spurs offense, the Spurs attention to detail on the defensive end and demanding effort on the defensive end. And Tony Parker is going to be able to go ahead and go in there, preach the same thing as the head coach, bring that veteran experience. He knows what he's talking about. He can be the bridge between James Borrego and the, the players there. A lot of young players there. Let's not forget that they've had a a lottery picks in the past few years, even though they have an all-star point guard in Kemba Walker. They got rid of Dwight Howard, so they're like, no more drama behind the scenes. Let's get some Spurs attitude in here, some Spurs guys, and let's see if we cannot build something special here in Charlotte. So that's the connection that really intrigued uh, me. And to be perfectly honest with you guys, my mom brought that up to me. That wasn't even me. I'm thinking, yeah, he's going to go over there. He's going to have a good role there, blah, blah, blah. My mom's like, didn't the uh, ex-assistant go there? I'm like, oh, you know what? That just goes to show, you know, we're bucking Spurs family over here. Um, But I digress. Good luck to Tony Parker. It's going to be a pain in the ass to watch him in a different jersey. And the San Antonio versus Charlotte games are going to be uh, something to watch. Especially if Manu uh, stays for another year and maybe they go one-on-one a few times. Um, That would be something special to watch. And I think uh, it will bring a few tears to our eyes here in in Countdown City in San Antonio. Um, Moving on. Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson accepts a four-year, $37 million deal to Memphis. Memphis... Played it right as well. Um, Kyle Anderson, to me, is a perfect fit for Memphis. They're not about the flash. They're not about um, the rah-rah and the highlight reel. They're about winning basketball games. I mean, come on. Their point guard, Mike Conley, yeah, he's one of the best point guards in the league when healthy. But he's not Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook. He's not going to light up the, the ESPN top 10. You know, he's... 
a winner. Mike Conley can just get it done in droves. He can just put the ball in the hole if he needs to, and he can run the offense when he needs to. Marcus All is the same way. He's 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 uh, your stretch five. Um, he's a back to the basket uh, type player. He can face you up on the block, mid range, and he can knock down the three as well. They're not that um, flashy of a team. They just get down and ball. And what does Kyle Anderson do? He's not going to provide any highlight reel, you know, plays. He did have, a, I believe, the assist of the year this year when he was just running out of bounds. He caught the ball um, from going out of bounds and just ch- chunked it up to uh, the rim. And uh, we went ahead and put that thing down. But that's Kyle Anderson. He's not going to do anything fancy, but he's a Spurs guy. And all we know, all he's known his whole career is just to play hard and earn your minutes. If you put him at the three, you put their their new draft pick at the four. Um, I'm not, you know, too sure who their shooting guard is. But, you know, you have Mike Conley and uh, and uh, Mark Gasol doing work at their respective positions and you're going to have a good starting five and their owner has already came out and said that they want to win 50 games this year now i'm not saying that kyle anderson is going to help memphis win 50 games but it sure is a step up from (laughs) from (laughs) i can't i'm going blank uh what's the guy's name that was in houston and then he went to dallas chandler parsons he's definitely a step up from chandler parsons um, he's going to give you that point forward um, versatile uh, uh, look. He can grab the ball and he can go. We all know who Kyle Anderson is. So he's gone. Um, guys, It's it's been pretty much subtraction for our roster. Um, we've lost Parker. We've lost Anderson. Um, Joffrey Laverne has uh, accepted a deal overseas, I believe, is what the report is. Um, so we've lost a few players. The status is still unknown with Manu Ginobili. I'm sure we all hope he comes back for one more year, but we just don't know. I would love it. I would love it. I would love it if he came back for one year, he rests 30 games and only plays 50 games throughout the season and, um, starts in the playoffs or, or plays a majority of his minutes in the playoffs. He's not, I do not want to see him go down. I don't want him to retire because he, he tears his Achilles or a knee injury or something like that. That's the last thing I want from Manu. So if he retires, I'm perfectly good with it. Um, last year was a hell of a year. And come on. To me, he's the second best shooting guard ever. It's Michael Jordan, Manu Ginobili, and then Kobe Bryant in my eyes. And that's okay. You might have a different list. But to me, Manu's number two. And so if he wants to retire, go ahead and retire. He's earned it. So what have we done with our free agency? Guys, the thing is with San Antonio, everyone who joins the organization usually has a mediocre first year. It's a learning curve. We demand a lot of things that other teams don't. You can't just come in and and play and get on the floor. You have to learn the system. You have to learn 
what the expectations are on defense, what the terminology is on defense. If you cannot meet those expectations, you will not play. And on the offensive end, it's it's a learning curve as well. You got to move the ball. You got to move yourself. You got to set screens. You got to get other players open. You got to get yourself open. If the open pass is there, make it, kick it. If you get the open shot, hit it, right? It's very much Golden State-esque, except we just don't have the firepower that they do. Um, so what do we do? We go out and re-sign Rudy Gay. And Rudy Gay stepped up big for us last year. He proved that he's healthy. Um, enough to play ball in the NBA and still be productive player after the Achilles injury. And that's huge for us. That's big for us. To be honest, I mean, he, he started starting late into that Golden State series. He should have been starting from the get-go over Kyle Anderson. He did not have a good series. But I don't blame the Spurs for starting Anderson because he played very well all season long. But Gay can help us. And now what is the other trans uh acquisitions that we make marco bellinelli an expert guy who already knows these things all right so what does that tell me we're not trying to we're not trying to go out and reteach a lot of things to um to our new guys we 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 want guys that have already been in the system that know it and that are ready to contribute now because lamarcus aldridge let's not forget is an all nba player so where does that leave us? Okay, our roster needs a lot of work. It does. It does. But let's go ahead and drop the roster. Let's take a break and then we'll come back and get into Summer League in Utah and Las Vegas, baby. We'll be right back. We're going to go ahead and take this break to talk to you guys about eavesdrop studios eavesdropping eavesdropping is, by definition means without permission listening to other people's conversations it's unethical but it's so much fun isn't it eavesdrop studios is now going to be the primary host for a bucking spurs podcast along with a few other podca- podcasts <laughs> that they host there's a netflix original review podcast a movies uh podcast there's going to be musicians hosting their music um on that website as well and just a bunch of other cool content coming to eavesdrop studios so just giving y'all a shout out um appreciate the love go out and bookmark that page always be up to date on what the latest uh, updates are regarding all the, your favorite content. Um, and yeah, so that's just a quick reminder. Shout out to eavesdropstudios.com. Now back to the pod. Let's talk Summer League. There are, in my eyes, four players that we need to keep our eyes on. And I will give them to you in uh, just a random order, in no particular order here. One one guy that we've talked about a little bit, Derek White, our 2017 draft pick in the first round. Um, our 2018 draft pick in our first round, which is Lonnie Walker the fourth. Um, Jared Blossom game. 
I believe he was our draft pick last year in the second round. If not, maybe 2016. I don't have it here in front of me. And finally, our second round pick from this year, Chimezi Mitu. Those are the four guys that I think have a possibility of getting a 2A contract with us. Um, or um, obviously, our first rounders have guaranteed contracts with us. Um, but that can actually maybe help us out at points of the year, uh, at different points of the season. Um, it's an 82-game stretch. You know San Antonio. You know you know that we like to rest, guys. You know, hit that 20-game stretch. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we like to rest guys so much that Lonnie Walker IV rested in the summer league in Utah. Uh, yeah. And Derek White uh, just has a little hamstring injury, so he will probably not play the rest of the summer league, would be my guess. But that just goes to show that we do, and, and you guys know, you guys know, every year we have guys come up and down from the D-League. We're a team that utilizes our developmental team in Austin. We do that very well. We have a very um, fluid transition process. The people, the coaches, and the staff that are down there are doing exactly what the Spurs want them to do. Therefore, it makes these kind of moves easier for us. Now, let's go ahead and talk about Derek White really quick. Um, the guy is balling. The guy averaged like 22 points, uh, 23 points in the Utah Summer League. I mean, he was just toying with people. I mean, he 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 was reading the defense is what was huge for me. And that's where I think he's going to get a lot of those backup minutes. When DeJounte Murray goes down, I do believe Derek White will start a few games for us this year. He has great vision. He can drop dimes. And so far in the summer league, he has just shown that he can shoot the ball mid-range, three-pointers, off the catch, off the dribble, coming off ball screens. Um, he can just make plays. So it's going to be very exciting to see him play this year. Derek White kind of looks like Kyle Anderson. They have that nappy hair, that kind of loose, curly, um, loose fro thing that they got going on with that receding hairline. I mean, it's it, it, I, you, you could maybe think that there are cousins there for a second. But he's balling out, and I cannot wait to see him play this year. Okay, let's get off him, and let's get to Jared Blossom game. Blossom game also spent uh, last season with the Austin Spurs. And he just looks like a, a three guard, a, maybe a, a oversized two. Um, he's kind of stocky a little bit. When he first came into the league, I kind of thought him to be a power forward. But looking at him now, he kind of plays off the wing. He moves well without the ball. He can shoot it. He can finish at the rim. And he's tough. Oh, man. The guy, the guy just gets down and, and grinds it out. Um, against Washington, we almost blew away that game. And Lonnie Walker shoots a shot um, to try to put us up three points. And, and, and I think he gets fouled. Um, but no call. The ball comes off the rim. And here comes Jared Blossom game. And just catches that thing in the air and puts it back with authority. Leaving only about two or three seconds left on the clock. And pretty much closed the game. I mean, that was big time. 
and he had had a few turnovers. Actually, the Spurs had about 20 turnovers in, in their most recent summer league game um, against Washington in Vegas. But it's interesting to see him out there because you can. there's only a few players that you can actually tell that are kind of, there's a gap between, you know, every team has those one or two guys that there's a gap between them and everybody else. Well, that this year, that's definitely Derek White and Jared Blossom game. All right. Now, I don't expect him to come into our roster and set the league on fire, but I can definitely see him making the 15 man roster, especially if the Spurs aren't interested in going out and spending money um, to acquire these big name free agents that are still out there, like Marcus Smart, possibly, um, you know, that that's one of the names that come to mind that I think would be a good fit. But I can see Jared Blossom game kind of filling in that same role. Um, now let's go ahead and talk about this year's draft class. Let's talk about Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker the fourth has shown us flashes of what he can be. And to me, it's somewhere in a blend between Iman Shumpert and J.R. Smith. I know what you're thinking. That's those are two players that you don't want on the Spurs roster right now. Um, forget the attitude of J.R. Smith. I can kind of just see his playmaking, his shot taking ability, kind of in that realm. He can ca- He's a catch and and drive, catch and shoot, a catch one dribble pull up type guy. Um, but you kind of feel awkward about his handle every once in a while. He doesn't really look like he's that under control. Now, the Iman Shumpert part that I'm comparing him to is definitely his athleticism. The boy is an athlete. The boy can get up and put that thing down. He can get up and block some shots. He can chase down three balls and tip those things as the as um, as, as a defender being able to do that. You got to be athletic. Um, his defense is suspect, but every rookie's defense is suspect especially with the Spurs. He's got to work on closing out. He's got to work on the terminology, the rotations. Um, you can tell it's it's obvious. It's pretty obvious in the Summer League that he's going to need a lot of defensive work, and that's okay. But that just means that he's not going to see a lot of minutes this year because the Spurs will not put him on the floor unless he can defend. As he gets better at that, I think the offense will just come. He's going to be able to get out, get in transition, pick, get some steals here, a few steals here and there, um, and hit some shots for us. Um, and that's not, I'm not saying that's his ceiling. And those are two player comparisons that are to hold him to for his whole career. But looking on early, you see a little bit of shades of those two players in him. So it's interesting to see what route he's going to go and obviously with our developmental staff he's going to be better i think it's safe to say he's going to be better than both those guys i just named but as a rookie coming out i wouldn't be surprised to see him playing in austin quite a bit um it worked very well for um Derek white the previous year before so who knows i mean we might see him on the roster injuries you never know um, he might see valuable playing time, but it definitely won't be. He definitely will not be taking minutes from Danny Green and Marco Bellinelli. And if Mar- Manu Ginobili comes back, you know, that's even worse. We're forgetting about Bryn Forbes. 
realistically, I can see Lonnie Walker the fourth competing for Bryn Forbes minutes for Bryn Forbes's minutes. But Bryn Forbes, let's not forget, he had a very good year with us last year. He improved. He's in his second year or third year now with us. So he's only going to be getting better. So the minutes aren't going to be there for Lonnie Walker. Let's go ahead and talk into, let's talk about Chemezi Mitu. Honestly, he's he's the most interesting player for me right now in the summer league. He's got me kind of on a high right now because I can't, I can't really figure him out. Um, he came out of USC. He was our second round pick this year. Um, so he's out there fighting for a, a spot. He wants it. Oh, man, you can tell. This kid, I can't figure him out because he, in, in college, he played a center. He played the five. And he, I believe, is the third leading... Uh, shot blocker in usc history for the trojans and he can get rebounds man his second jump if you guys know what i'm talking about about a player's second jump that means once they get up they 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 go ahead and try to block one shot they come down and then usually players have to regather themselves maybe take a step or two to get back up in the air this guy is like a pogo stick he lands and right away can spring up even higher but what's really interesting about Chemezi Mitu is that he can he's showing that he can shoot the ball he's showing that he can pick and roll and dive hard to the rim and finish he's showing that he can rebound in this most recent game against the wizard he had wizards he had five blocks but if you look at him he looks like a small forward he's really skinny but maybe at like power forward height, you know, I don't know how tall he is. I would say maybe around 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, but he plays the five. <laughs> he looks like a three slash four, but he plays the five, which I know what you're thinking. Spurs Nation, that's perfect for modern day NBA basketball because that does make him more versatile. He's not a heavy, muscular guy. If you look at him, he looks kind of scrawny. But then you see him at the out, out there on the floor, and he's uber athletic. The boy is just oh man, he, he's very interesting. Is is the word for him? Because I would love to see him get a roster spot. I think he's he's showing that he can play in this league so far in the summer league in Utah and in Vegas. He's showing that he has offensive game and that he's not just a defender. So that's going to be interesting. Now let's let's right off the top of my head. Let's look at our big man depth. We have Paul Gasol, Lamarcus Aldridge. We're bringing back Rudy Gay. We just re-signed Davis Bertans, so he'll be there at the small forward. Not that he's a big, but you catch my drift. I, if I'm forgetting someone, I apologize. But I think that's it. We our roster is kind of you know a shell of itself right now. It's not final. There's still a few moves that are going to be made. But I wouldn't be surprised if Chemezi Mitu comes in and gets that developmental time. You know, so if you think about it, there's four guys on this summer league team that might be able to help us this season. I'm really looking forward to Derek White and Chemezi Mitu. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Lonnie Walker spends a lot of time going up and down from Austin to San Antonio. But that's a good thing. Don't don't get me wrong. I think that's a great thing. He's going to have time to work and develop. And the sky's the limit within, with all these guys. So that's, that's good news there moving forward. Well, that's it for us, guys. I think I, I kind of exhausted my my uh throat here it's 10 30 in the morning and i've i'm on about three hours of sleep i've just been having too much fun uh working on uh a couple of different things here um but thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for subscribing thank you guys for following me on twitter um thank you guys for visiting eavesdrop.com and go there guys check it out You'll get the links to all the different podcasts, all the different musicians that are on there. And it's a lot of good stuff. All right. That's my plug for the day. As always, go Spurs go.